You've found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Welcome back to Live Exceptionally. I'm Dr. Yvonne, your host founder of Elisi and author of Can You Sleep Like This in the Rest of God and Reflections on Rest. As we progress into the new year, we continue to highlight key areas of direction of how we should approach the year. Who do you listen to? How do you know the right voice to listen to among all the voices we are exposed to every day? How do we know which is God's voice? Sometimes it is hard to hear with all the varied distractions, whether entertainment or social media. Sharing and praying with us today is Tammy Flick, Vice President of Education for Civil Righteousness in St. Louis, Missouri. She also has her own blog highlighting varied spiritual formation topics. Let's listen in. At the start of this new year, what would you like to share as spiritual direction and how we should approach this new year? Yeah, well, that's a really good comment because um if people are listening to what the prophetic voices are saying or even sensing in their spirits, I feel like 2024 is going to be quite the wild ride in the United States. We've had, it's just been very tumultuous, right? Over the last now I'd say seven years going into eight years. And um, it's going to be really important as the body of Christ. Like we have a commodity that no one else has. And it's shalom. It's it's the peace of God. It's evidence of his rule and his reign in our lives. And, and so it's going to be really important that in this next year that we're able to hear the Lord's voice and respond to what he's saying to us so that we walk in his peace. And, you know, in the New Testament, this peace is described as being um incredible, like beyond our understanding, this supernatural peace that um, marks is supposed to mark the life of the believer. So instead of walking in anxiety and fear, no matter what comes our way as a nation, what comes to our cities, even what comes to our households, God desires us to walk in his peace. It's one of the marks of the kingdom of God. So, um, and I really believe that that's connected to our being able to hear the voice of God. That's powerful. And you know, my core message that God's given me through this season is about the rest of God, which the shalom of God definitely, that's all intermingled and aligned. So I don't think I've ever heard anyone tying the whole process of hearing from God with shalom, but it is true because if we're walking in the shalom of God, that's like the foundation of hearing his voice all the conflict, all the things that, that is going on, distractions, right. things in the media, social media, wars, et cetera, it ties back to a foundation of just the shalom and, and resting in God, that we don't have to be moved by that. 
Um, so I think that that's awesome. You're starting out with that as a direction and focus for the year. I know you've experienced many, many challenges, but also a lot of high points. What can you share as wise counsel uh, related to hearing from God? Sure. Um, over the years, my husband, John, and I, we've had to make some pretty dramatic decisions, whether it be to help start a house of prayer up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, or making a, a move, which to our friends and family seemed very dramatic, moving from Kalamazoo, Michigan down to St. Louis, Missouri, especially because we were so entrenched in the community and, and had a lot of leadership in the community and was doing good up there, you know? Um, but whenever we've had, whenever we've, um, well, I'll put it this way. It's because the Lord has been speaking to us and it's responding to the invitation of his voice that gave us um, the impetus and the resolve to be able to make those changes, to make those decisions and to take those risks and chances. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've noticed in my life is the more dramatic the Lord is on his end to make sure that we're hearing his voice it's usually because we're going to have to tie ourselves to that word because there's going to be a storm coming up ahead. And so that that's just the way it's it's gone. And it's, you know, he speaks to us in the word of God. He, he speaks to us with this still small voice, his Holy Spirit living inside of us. Or for us, often it's been prophetic dreams or visions or prophetic encounters or, you know, a lot of us, it's circumstances, God opening and closing doors. And there's, there's other ways, like we just talked about Shalom, but when, when you're making a decision and you're following God's voice, um, his peace marks us. Hmm. And that's one of the ways to know that we're walking where he desires us to walk. And, you know, one of the prayers I've been praying over the last three weeks recently for me and my family is, that scripture that talks about how the, it's the Lord who directs the steps of the righteous. And I think sometimes in the past, when I've thought about living a life in the spirit, I I've always assumed that's like me driving down the road. And then suddenly I hear a voice saying, turn left now. And you're like, yes, I'm going to turn left. Right. But, uh, I, I really believe what the Lord is teaching me in this is in the season is if I, I'm steadfast in my pursuit of him. I have a relationship with God. I'm pursuing him in the word and in the secret place and worship and prayer. And I have other people in my life that are, I'm allowing them to sow into me and I'm sowing into them, right? That when that happens, um, God is sovereignly directing my steps. And it's not as much, I feel like sometimes when we're, we're talking about hearing the voice of God, I feel this pressure, like it's up to me. And here's the thing. Our father is so good. He is so good. It is his good pleasure to direct our steps because that's what the Bible says. He directs the steps of the righteous. And you and I were made righteous by the blood of Jesus. So that's not even something that we even have to work for. It is it is just, it's the garment we wear, the righteousness of Christ. It's, it's, he has made us to be righteous through his blood. And because of that, there is this blessing that he will sovereignly direct our steps. Man, that gives me so much peace. And it just reminds me, I am probably much more in the center of God's will than I think I am, because that's not as much up to me as it is up to my faithful father 
who guides and directs me. You know, I was reading uh, this morning in Psalm 62, uh, when it says that my soul will wait in silence. And I looked mm -hmm. at the word silence and it, in the Hebrew re relates to confidently waiting, that mm -hmm. I will confidently wait. And I think it, that aligns a lot with what you're saying in regards to sometimes we may not be able to see five steps ahead of us, or we don't know what's coming, but when we're walking in obedience, we're walking in God's word, when we're really doing all that we know how to walk uh, right. with him in righteousness, that he's the one directing our steps. So that mm -hmm. element of worry, I'm on the right path, I'm doing the right thing. Right. Like, I believe sometimes it's the enemy just trying to overwhelm us with distractions and things, mm -hmm. feelings, torment that is unnecessary because at the mm -hmm. end of the day, if we are walking in obedience and are doing our best and walking in alignment with the word and his character, then he is ultimately ordering our steps. Right. Amen. That's great. What's your thoughts on how endurance then ties into this? Because sometimes waiting mm. and walking, there's we're not seeing the fulfillment of the promises or there's tests or trials that we're walking through. And when you say, you know, 2024 mm -hmm. is going to be a wild ride, how does <laughs> endurance tie into that? Yeah. Right. I just saw that title. Actually, I was, I was on, I, I get my, a lot of my news from YouTube. I probably, a lot of people do that these days. It's not necessarily the traditional way of getting news. And someone had, had posted something like um, 2024 is going to be a wild ride. And it's interesting because a couple months ago I was at a conference and I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit there. And I felt like the Lord said, I'm going to take you on a joy ride. Mm. So I wonder sometimes what the world would describe as being a wild ride is um, the Lord saying, I got you. And actually it's going to be a ride of joy. And I bring this up because we know that in the Bible it talks about how it's the joy of the Lord that's our strength. And so if we truly are entering into a season that is going to be challenging for our nation, our cities, maybe our families or whatever, joy is going to be a key. And when we're waiting in that secret place with the Lord, that is a place where we can ask the Lord for more joy. God, we need your joy to be our strength because I think that's one of the ways that we can endure, that we can make it through to the other side. And so um, one of the blessings I always write in cards to people or my text messages to people <laughs> is I always, I always pray this prayer for them that the Lord would surprise them with his mm -hmm. inexpressible and glorious joy. Because I do believe it's important for the season that we're in. You know, before I was talking about how peace is a mark of the, one of the marks of his kingdom, well, the, the verse actually talks about it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And so that's evidence of the kingdom of God um, in operation in our lives and in our families. And so um, that would be the encouragement I would give to anyone who's watching. Something that I believe so strongly is we need to laugh more. We need not just happiness, but I'm talking about like having this joy in his presence, doing things that are fun. Um, sometimes I even watch things just so I can laugh. Not the kind of laughter that makes you feel naughty on the other side. Like I probably shouldn't have laughed at that. But I mean, true, beautiful 
glorious joy. I believe that it's something that the Lord has for us in the season. So may the word he spoke to me be a word to everyone that he wants to take us on a joy ride in 2024. That's good. I like that. I'm going to adopt that for myself. <laughs> we all can use joy. Uh, the um, word says joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, having that joy strengthens us for the journey, allows us to endure, to continue to walk uh, in season, out of season, good and bad. Um, it's the strength of the Lord that gives us, undergirds um, us um, to endure. What would you say, how do we develop then our sensitivity to the voice of God? How do we develop our sensitivity to the voice of God and in, incorporate the discipline of listening to him as a part of our, our lifestyle? Sure. I see the number one thing that we can do to recognize the Lord's voice is to get in the word of God. I know that um, everyone knows that. So maybe people are listening to be like, yes, of course. But yeah, I say that. But I think it's really common as believers that we like only sort of get in the word of God. Mm -hmm. Like maybe um, on the Bible app, we'll have like two verses that we read and that we think that that's like part of getting in the word of God. I mean, if we really believe that the, that this word, here's my big Bible that I study with, um, is the actual uh, inspired, inerrant word of God. That means it's word that, that he continues to use to speak to our hearts. We need this as a plumb line because when God does speak to us in the secret place, it's going to sound like the word of God. If it if it's something that doesn't sound like it's deviating from any truths or principles that we know, that it's, you know, it's probably not the Lord who's speaking to us. So here's what I I used to do this a lot better before my kids were teenagers, and I'm trying to get back into it. Here's my confession, <laughs> Dr. Ramon. I got to confess to a doctor, right? <laughs> here's, my, here's, here's my confession. Um, when my kids were younger and I was able to put them to bed um, earlier in the evening, and now my kids are up to like midnight, right? And they're always coming in, mom, 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 I need this, I need this, which I love, but it's just a different life season for me. Um, I used to just sit on the floor and I would close my eyes and I would put my hands out before the Lord. And um, my goal was to feel his presence, to experience him. And so um, I could feel his spirit kind of uh, kind of roll like a wave on me. And as I would do that, I would also hear him speak to me. And over the course of time, I began to learn what his voice sounded like in my ear. We know that God speaks through our imagination. So sometimes he may be doing it by giving us interior pictures. Sometimes when it's really dramatic, he'll give us an open vision or something like that. Or like I talked about prophetic dreams. But, but a lot of it comes if, if we take, if we set aside time, we've spent time in the word of God. And then close your eyes, put out your hands if that's what makes you feel comfortable. If you're on your, I always do a lot of my um, time with the Lord now on my blue couch. I always talk about my blue couch and, and my blogs, um, whatever it is. It used to be on the floor next to our bed. Um, and I, my goal is to experience his magnificent presence. And in that place, then I begin to recognize his voice speaking to me. Sometimes, like I said, I know I'm reiterating, 
but it'll be an interior picture. Sometimes it's the scripture the Lord brings to me. Sometimes it's words or it's an impression. It's a feeling, but I can, I begin to recognize it as the voice of the Lord. And here's the thing. If the Lord is speaking to me in a way that, whoa, that's like really different. Is that really you? Then I, I sit on it. I don't necessarily act on it immediately. And I often bring some of my seasoned um, men or women of God in my life, especially women, you know, because I'm a, I'm a lady, I'm going to be going to some of my intercessor friends and I'll say, hey, this is what I feel like the Lord spoke to me last night. How does this sit with you? Yeah. And then they pray and then the Lord shows them. Yeah, that was for me. Or Tammy, I think you need to sit on that more. I'm, I'm not quite sure if that was the Lord, but bringing other people in to help us. But here's the thing. We've got to set aside that time. Now, I work for a dude who <laughs> maybe well, maybe I, I think it's okay to say this. God always speaks to him in the shower. It's one of the times that he hears the voice of the Lord. And I know he's not the only one. There are a lot of people like that. Or if you're biking or um, if you're taking walks, whatever it is, pulling aside that time to listen to the Lord is, ah, man, I, it's, I think it's what's going to make a wild ride into a joy ride yeah. in 2024, being able to hear the Lord. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, when you talk about the intentionality of spending time in the word and Bible apps are good and month uh, daily devotionals are good. But I think it kind in a sense, makes us a tad bit lazy because we get that one scripture verse or two scripture verses and that one minute uh, synopsis and we're good, so to speak, for the day. And that's it. We're not spending any other time right. other than maybe if we you know, go to church or if there's other videos that we're doing, but that intentional, proactive mm. time that we're taking in the word. And it is what helps to strengthen us and allows us to endure. And before we get into a time of a few minutes of prayer, attacks and testing are something that we cannot get away from as believers. How right. do you think, or how can you encourage us to keep our ears open and in tune despite distractions or even obstacles where these things can uh, dull our ability to hear? Oh, that's a good question. Um, how to keep our ears open. Oof. I think maybe one of the keys is um, having a trust that God really is good. Mm. Uh, the Romans 8.28, that he works all things for our good. Um, those that have called to God and are called according to his purpose. Um, and I think that's really helpful because some of the pain that I've experienced, even in our move down to St. Louis, we've had some, especially me personally, I've walked through some really heavy stuff, man. Yeah. And, and when, when the junk is hitting the fan and you feel so raw and you feel broken, um, it's hard in those places when the winds and the waves are like howling around you to always hear the voice of the Lord in that place, just because our emotions are so crazy. I believe often the Lord is speaking to us, but it's just so hard for us to hear because of everything that's like our, we're internally, we're a mess externally because there's a mess howling around us. Um, but what I, 
I, you know, and, and something that happened just a couple years ago, I remember um, feeling just really raw for a period of time. But in my heart, deep in my heart, I knew that God was good and that he was going to be good in this. And even though this experience was exposing brokenness in my own soul, that um, God never exposes to uh, humiliate us. He only exposes to bring healing. I had preached that many a time. I had taught that, but I was in an experience where I was yet again experiencing it myself. And I had to trust, even in those moments where I couldn't hear his still small voice as clearly as I wanted to, that he was good. And here's the thing. Like I heard Bill Johnson, if you guys have ever heard of him from Bethel Church, a long time ago, I was listening to a message by him and he made this comment. He said, um, when I'm going through a really hard time, I just start reading the Psalms until I find one that matches my emotions, that it matches, matches what I'm experiencing. And I use that to call out to God. And I feel like when the Bible is our habit, it's a good habit. It's something that we are every day consuming. We are partaking of the word of God. Then it's not going to be hard when those trials come that we already have established the habit of being in the word of God because the word will speak. The written word becomes the rhema word and it will, the Lord will speak to us through the word. And then, you know, the, the, the clouds kind of clear and then you're able to hear the still small voice a little bit more again. And it's, and it's a blessing, but um, whew, I mean, that stuff's real. And uh, that's, I, I just know from experience, I'm 49 now <laughs> that God will bring us through. He is a, he is a faithful father. And in the end, he proves his goodness to us. Yes, yes. One thing that you said that I think is important to affirm is related to having the testimony of witnesses mm. that when we're seeking God, when we're and when we feel we've heard him about something that we're not a lone ranger in a box with what we heard, right. but that we are getting the testimony of two to three witnesses because a lot of times as well, when we're going through arduous circumstances and our emotions are roiling, it can be right. difficult to hear and things. And even when our emotions are not roiling, we're still <laughs> human. Right. And it's always good to have two or three witnesses uh, confirming what we feel God is saying um, and, and being that voice of, of reason lined up with the word. I want you to go ahead and pray with us for a few minutes before we close. And I'd like you to pray into about having those witnesses and then whatever else that you feel led to uh, pray about. Sure. Let's do it. How, how many minutes do I have? <laughs> Mark Probably about five to seven. Yeah. All right. Good. You got to tell the house of prayer person. <laughs> All right. Oh, Father, we love you so much. I'm so thankful for Dr. Yvonne and for her ministry and the, the blessing she is to so many and the hope that she gives. Lord, I continue just to speak a blessing upon her, Lord, even as I start this time of prayer. Well, Father, I'm asking um, that you would be our plumb line, that your word would be our plumb line, that we would be resolute 
in our pursuit of you in this season that our desire to hear your voice would be stronger than we've ever had before and that we would be willing to take make those sacrifices take the time on a daily basis not just a weekly basis or a monthly basis but on a daily basis to pull aside and to really listen to your voice lord i'm asking for a grace um, for people to meet those that could be those um, mouthpieces of the lord for them those accountability partners um, lord i know that sometimes because of where people live location-wise, they don't always feel like there are those people around them. But the way the internet is these days, I mean, it's you can join a small group and, and have people from across the nation um, really starting to speak into your life. And so, Father, I ask that you would even up open up those doors for people, both um, on a local level as well as perhaps with the internet, that they would have people in their lives that... Um, they uh, would have that accountability with, people that they could have prayer times with, just weekly prayer times, so important to have people praying for us and so important for us to not just be praying for our own lives, but to be praying for others just that reciprocal, um, beautiful kingdom relationship. So Lord, I'm asking, would you surround us with your favor like a shield in this season? Would you show people um, how they're supposed to get connected, maybe through what ministries they're supposed to get connected or local churches? Um, Father, we just speak that blessing over them, um, that Koinonia Fellowship, that we're, it's going to be so important in 2024 that we have, that the wild ride becomes the joy ride in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I also um, just pray for a grace for us to get back into the word of God. Lord, I'm asking that you would put, I, I pray this, I know it's something that I've had to pray over myself before, is that you would put a fire in me that I have to consume the word every day, that I need to begin to study the word or how I memorize scripture with my kids now, um, but that this would become a priority in our lives. And so, uh, Lord, I just ask for your help. Lord, I, I feel like for me, I know I'm so weak sometimes in this area. I know what I should do, but it's hard for me to like turn off the media and to just pursue in the word. And so I ask for that grace for me and for everyone in the sound of my voice, that we would be faithful to pursue you in the written word, that we would read it, we would memorize it, we would study it and we would meditate upon your word. God, I'm asking for that in this season, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, for those of us that are growing, including me and our ability to hear your still small voice, Lord, I'm asking that um, you would help us to, to hear your voice with greater clarity. Help us to know when it's our own thoughts, when it's your thoughts, or even the thoughts of something else, um, some other type of demonic spirit speaking to us, God, I'm asking that um, we would have just that discernment and that clarity being plumb lined in your written word. Oh, Father, so I, I do ask for that in this season. And I also want to pray, Lord, for joy unspeakable and full of glory, Lord, for this shalom of heaven, this incredible peace that passes all understanding that it would guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus in this season. For those that are listening right now that struggle with anxiety or depression, Father, we take authority over it in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just release 
with the, even the agreement that Dr. Ivan and I have right now, knowing wherever two or three agree upon something here on earth that's done for us in heaven, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven, loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So in the name of Jesus, Lord, we bind any dark spirits that would be messing with people in this hour in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just decree, Lord, that your shalom is blanketing them. Lord, we welcome this incredible peace. Let your peace guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Your word is more powerful than any spirit of darkness. And so we decree and we declare your word that your peace passes all understanding. And right now it is beginning to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And so we thank you for that. Oh, lastly, Lord, let your joy be our strength in this season. I just pray, surprise us with joy unspeakable and full of glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, beautiful prayer. What would you like to share as your closing thoughts or if you'd like to share about your blog where people can check you out? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. So if you guys um, want to read my blog, I, I, I don't like blog a ton, but about once a month or so. And it's TammyJoyFlick.com. Tammy spelled T-A-M-I. You can see my name at the bottom. Thank you so much uh, for being a guest with us and sharing is beautiful. A lot of good nuggets to take to heart and also put into practice as our direction. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's awesome. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.